The Colorado Avalanche get a much-needed victory to end this four-game losing streak, and they do it in Washington in the tune of a 6-3 to win. And did our very own Shaggy Von Doom know something? Did he look into a crystal ball and could see, why can't we do this more, sir? Come on, like, what is what is holding you back here? <laughs> Unbelievable call by our very own Shaggy Von Doom. New episode of Locked on Avalanche coming at Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure you're following us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram and threads, questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com and follow us over on our YouTube, hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. Definitely subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. And when you do, you become one of our very special insiders. Chat with Kyle and I one-on-one, and we share your thoughts and opinions on this very podcast like we will do later on when we discuss this avalanche win in Washington. And, yeah, we'll start right there, man, because that was – it was needed. Like, you know, when you have losing streaks like that, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to know you got to end those losing streaks as quickly as possible. You don't want it to get to four, but this one did. And maybe this was the right opponent at the right time. Uh, but for, and that's what we have there. If you're looking on, on YouTube, um, but the abs, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was much better. It was much better. It seemed like they got their, they got to play their style a little bit more. It was difficult for the Capitals to take them out of that that play style, and the Avs just kept, you know, uh, they kept riding that that play to a victory. Capitals made it interesting, and we'll get to the specifics of it all. But overall, I'm satisfied because it's a win. Yeah, and it's not just a win. You were talking about the play style and the Capitals trying to take the Avalanche out of it. There was almost a they, they had an opportunity. The Avalanche went up two nothing, and the Capitals came right back in forty four seconds and tied it right back up two two. And yeah. it was one of those that just for the Avalanche to be up, wow, that was new. They're up two nothing. Oh, this is incredible. We're 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 getting back on track. Avalanche hockey. Here we go. And then in the blink of an eye. Bam, bam, tie game. And then it felt, you felt the emotion and reality come back. You're like, oh, great. Here we go again. How is it going to fall apart? And you could see the team kind of internalize it a little bit, but they kept pushing and they kept pushing. And that was a beautiful thing to see. The Avalanche got a goal on the power play, for goodness sake. Power play is good. I don't know what was said in this little time in between, but this team looked like they had a little bit of a spark. That's the mojo. And something else that stood out to me, boy, Jared Bednar looks old right now. He looks like he's been through it. He's not looking as spry and as youthful as he he looks very weathered, very, very (laughs) weathered. And this is, this is one of those wins for Bednar. Like we, we, 
criticize the team and the effort and Yorgiev defense to see we we jump on all of it all the time but Bednar he's he's stuck with it and this mm-hmm. was a good avalanche win this is what you want to see yes you could talk about well the capitals this the capitals this the avalanche are in the same boat going into this game well so, you know i said it, it sorry I mean, it's, it like wasn't wasn't Perfect. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, you score six. Well, I mean, two of them were empty netters, but you know, you get six to three. Uh, but you get those two goals early, and that's you know that's exactly what you wanted, right? You you want to get up early. You don't want to have this sixty minute battle, although it came close to that. Um, but you know, I, I kind of felt like there there were still mistakes happening, and they showed in that forty three seconds or whatever it was. Um, you know, you had the first goal, it was kind of just lazy defensive effort by, and I'm pretty sure it was Nathan McKinnon. Um, he just, he just left his man or didn't really skate with his man who's skating towards the ice. And that guy gets a rebound and puts home an easy goal. So that, that one is, is not fully on Georgiev. Um, I put that more on, on the defense and not really staying with their guy. And then the second one, goes off of Lekin and skate from a pass that's you know right but the the that whole play materialized from a bad turnover um by Manson I believe it was yeah and it was terrible so that was just a a you know a sequence of events that just should not have happened so you had two plays there where you're 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 lapsing defensively and then it's a bad turnover in the defensive zone which was happening again, Kyle, over and over. like that is a, a big problem. That's another problem that really, I don't want to say it doesn't get talked about. It does, but not to the level of the whole two C and backup goalie type of talk. Turnovers in the defensive end are, are just the, the, the bane of the existence of the avalanche right now. And it is, it is a huge problem that they can't seem to overcome. You are giving the opponent chance after chance after chance and good looks too when you when because then we turn that over you're just in 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 you know uh trying to put out little fires everywhere mode and the the opponent always gets a good look so that neat that's still something that and at this point in the season i don't know like how, how you you correct that and other than just get the puck out of the freaking zone and, and see i i feel like that is a little bit it's a the magnifying glasses on those defensive turnovers because you're trying to it, you're doubling down basically is what you're doing you're just trying to you're not really thinking about passing you're just trying to push 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 and you're not s- settling it down and making the smartest decisions trying mm-hmm. to get the puck out of the defensive zone they're trying so bad to beat them with speed and a man advantage and try and create a rush that they're ending up creating the rush going the other way because they can't get it out of the zone and everybody else is chasing down that to the opposite end. It's, it's one of those that maybe after this win and you'll see it a little bit more down this remaining bit of the road trip that it starts to settle down a little bit because they know, okay, we got the win under the belt. We could start getting back to our game plan a little bit and they start settling it down a little bit more. You, You, we mentioned that earlier with the power play. It, it has a really good, more controlled look. And I'm expecting mm. to see that in the next game when it comes to zone transitions. 
a more relaxed and controlled look because you don't have to try so hard to make something work. Yeah, I thought the power play looked really good, uh, especially the third one. They were getting really nice looks. And and you, you it's what happens when you're able to set up and you're not stagnant. And yeah. you're not just, you know, just logs, just standing there, passing around the perimeter. They were doing perimeter passing, but they were, they were moving. They were weaving. They were going to different areas. And you were getting looks because of it. The third one, you didn't get a goal. But that's, that's okay. Like, you, you set things up for beyond the power play when you can have a solid power play when when you're you know you're, you're making the defense just on their heels sometimes that can carry over we saw it from from washington's perspective they yeah. had a power play um that they didn't score on but when it got back to five on five they kept the ice tilted in their favor so it just it, it does a lot more than just okay if you don't score on that that man advantage you can carry it over into the five on five so very happy with with that um they let's see we have well, we'll get into stats here in, in a second but one thing i wanted to bring up um i thought this was interesting i like money puck i talked mm. occasionally about about money puck um and they have the the always popular uh deserve to win meter on money puck and it's just kind of a fun thing that they they throw up there and, and basically how it works we haven't talked about it in a little while so if if you don't really go to money puck or, or know what this is that it's literally a a chart that tells you the team that deserved to win and they base it on a thousand simulations of the game and the stats within the game, but also average goaltending, not elite goaltending, not terrible goaltending, just league average goaltending and spits out a percentage on who deserves to win. Who deserves to win this game? The Washington Capitals. 64.8% to 35.3. That surprised me. Usually the team that wins doesn't always win the deserve to win meter, but it, it's it's usually if they I'll say this, if the team that wins loses the deserve to win meter, it's usually like 45% to 55% or somewhere within that range. This is heavily weighed towards Washington. I'm kind of going through the stats, recording this like right after the the, um, the game is over, so I I don't know specifically what they're going off of here, but it looks, it, it, I mean, it looks because expected goals, Avalanche lead in expected goals four point two nine to three point five, so it's not that. Um, let me look at where it kind of tells a good story is in your okay so. For medium danger shots against Georgiev, nine. High danger, five. Five is a pretty good number for high danger shots um, because you usually get, there you go, for the Avalanche, they only had two. You're usually around three for, for high danger, three or four. Anything over four is a lot for a team. So they did. They, they had some pretty good high danger shots that they didn't convert on. And... Uh... And for the and we'll get to this when we start talking about stats and everything. Mm -hmm. But not only did the high danger shots being let up, but ticky tack calls in the second and third, Ooh boy, Ooh not boy. affecting how this team was pushing and trying to establish. There was a lot of really good things that you could take away from this, and just the knowledge of hey, the losing streak is over. We now have a winning streak of one. We can start putting things back together. 
that's what you want to see. This Avalanche team could take a lot from this, but there's also some things we'd like to leave behind as well. All right, so let's talk about more of this stuff. Uh, stats and, and yeah, a couple of those really, really iffy to bad calls that were made that could have given you a different outcome in this game. So uh, we will discuss all of that. And of course, our sound check and our people from Subtext, all that coming up next. All right, first, let's hear from Game Time. And you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event because Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seats, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And some of the things that we love about Game Time, like we've said, the view from your seats is absolutely perfect. Yeah, that all in pricing. You don't have to go through the whole menu. Pick everything you want. And then when you get to check out, oh, surprise, here's a whole nother fee. So uh, game time takes the guesswork out of that. I personally cannot wait. Pearl Jam just announced new album, a new song was released and a new world tour. I haven't decided which one I'm going to go to, but I can almost guarantee you whenever I do, wherever I go, uh, those tickets will be purchased on game time. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Bring it on. <laughs> so download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code locked on for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. So once again, create the account and uh, redeem the code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So no uh, Logan O'Connor in this game. He was, uh, I, I want to say, I didn't hear about this until a couple hours before game even started. The game even started. So I heard a little rumor. I don't, uh, I, I don't want to, it's weird. I want to say like, I don't want to go on record saying this, but I'm going to record a podcast, a, a segment <laughs> and say this out loud. Don't maybe tell anybody. For, I was, yeah, maybe <laughs> for no other reason than just to get everybody riled up. Uh, but there was a little rumor floating around that Ryan Johansson was going to be a healthy scratch in this game. And then the Logan O'Connor, maybe he just could not go. And then that threw a wrench into to some stuff. I don't want to put that out there and say it's, you know, a slam dunk. It happened or it was going to happen. And then, like I said, the Logan O'Connor stuff changed all that. But there were birds chirping uh, that it was a possibility. Take that for for what it is. And depending on who you ask it, if you looked at how many uh, minutes he logged against Washington, he basically was anyway. And and you see that, and, and that's kind of why I'm bringing it up, because, yeah, wait, what, do you, what do you do, like nine minutes? 9.30. 9.30, which is the, the only ones that were lower were Curtis McDermott, who never counts when we do time on ice because he's always the lowest. And Cogliano was just under nine minutes, which that's a little bit surprising too, because Bednar likes him. So yeah, for him to be that low, I mean, when you're playing on the fourth line, your your, your numbers are going to be low anyway. Um, so maybe it's something to pay attention to going forward when Logan O'Connor does return, which we don't know. Maybe he'll be back for Tampa Bay. Maybe he will. I don't know how long whatever he tweaked could hold him out for. We'll see. Um, as far as, you know, the good stuff on the ice, you have to start with Arturi Lekkanen. Uh, masterful game from him, four points, uh, two and two for him, a goal, two goals, two assists. So he he was 
you you called it, sir. Uh, you said you said yesterday, if you listened yesterday, that he was your pick for your daily fantasy player, and he he made you look like an absolute genius. Well, I was deathly sick yesterday, so when you lose a couple of your senses, you you the other ones are stronger. Yeah. And my my prediction sense was stronger with Lekkonen, yeah. and he played like a man possessed. He looked really really good. That that uh, no look between the legs pass to Miko uh, on the power play that that was just a thing of beauty, absolute thing of beauty, and he he was strong really in all three phases of the of the game um offense defense special teams he was great he was their best player on the ice he he, he had the tenacity of like miles wood and loc like even though loc wasn't there he he was pl- there was a lot of shifts that he was down there getting dirty and it was like miles wood and loc i was very surprised to see like and, and to walk away with four points i mean good on him yeah that great job. and the, the the point spread throughout the rest of the team was it was very nice. It's nice to see everybody contributing and seeing Ross Colton with that beautiful mm. goal to get everything going. Like that's what you want to see. He was great too. Colton was great. He had one goal, one assist. He was a plus three. Uh Andrew Cogliano, even you know, not playing a ton, still found a way to get an assist, as did Ryan Johansson. Um, Miles Wood, he had one goal, one assist. Um, Miko Rantanen with the goal from that uh, Lekkonen pass, he added another assist. Nathan McKinnon, he get he got back on on the score sheet. He was off for the past few games, so he had two assists on the defensive end. Bo Byram, who I thought played better, um, yeah. he had two assists on the night. Taves with uh, the one goal. That was it on the defensive end. Just those two guys had points. But yeah, I mean, like you, you get it. That's a good spread from from the forwards. You really got you got points from really up and down the lineup, especially you know you're including Cogliano and Johansson in that, um, and then you got Colton, Miles Wood, obviously McKinnon and Rantanen doing their thing, liking it. So you really that that, that was a, from a points perspective and production perspective that that's what you want to see. You want to see it come from many different facets and not just the top guys needing to shoulder the weight. And almost even in the faceoffs as well. So that was it was 35-33. So that's also okay. getting better, improving. And it, how we were talking about utilizing the power play, you don't always have to capitalize on a goal. If you could just keep guys out there and string them out there for a minute and a half, two minutes mm-hmm. on a shift, and you could get all your lines producing goal-wise, like mm-hmm. you, these are body blows. These are body blows, the Washington Capitals. So if you could get those two things working in conjunction with each other. It's a recipe for success. And hopefully the avalanche could see that all the little pieces you put together makes it a lot easier game plan for a full 60. And, and the avalanche are, are a better team than Washington. Right. And I think that's why I said, like they were the right opponent at the right time because they, they, they needed to, to face a team that they, they could enforce their will on. Um, and that's not the take. The Capitals have been playing a little bit better. Ovechkin's been playing better, and yep. you know he he found he did find another goal in this game. So, uh, but for the Avs, it was like okay, like we 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 just need need to find the team that is not going to take us out of our game. And I was pretty confident that, that the Capitals couldn't do that. And if the Avs just did what they were supposed to do, 
they should have got a win, but nothing is set in, in stone the way that the Avs have been playing lately. But you 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 had good play by Georgiev. I thought he, I thought he did well. He did well enough. Yeah. And you know the the one goal that I thought he should have had back was the Ovechkin goal. I, I didn't think there was. I think uh, Mosier maybe. I thought he said he thought it looked like it got tipped just a little bit on the way in. I didn't see that. I only saw the replay once. Um, but regardless, like it, it, it wasn't deflected so egregiously that it was a completely shifted direction. Um, I thought he should have had that one. The other ones I don't think are completely on him. So, uh, overall, but you know, I, I, I think I'm done saying this is one that he can build off of. No, he needs to, to do the building now. Like the house needs yeah. to be built. He needs to be living inside the house now. Yeah. Like th- th- this just needs to be, uh, a, a, a daily thing for him or whenever he is starting, like he needs to put up these type of efforts where he's not just Swiss cheese. So I, I thought he was better. I thought he was better. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. And for Ovi to get his goal for the team to get out of the game healthy with a Tom Wilson floating around and for Nick Dowd to decide I'm going to be Tom Wilson tonight and dirty it up. I like mm-hmm. Nick Dowd's my boy. He's an Alabama kid, but like for him to go to the links that he did in this game, it was a little extreme, but the avalanche right. kept a level head and walked out with a W. So two points is two points. Uh, the bad call I definitely want to bring up. So, uh, let's discuss that. We'll get to our subtext people. And then of course our sound check, uh, we'll do all of that coming up next. All right, let's hear from FanDuel and you can get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel America's number one sports book. Cause right now new customers get a $150 bonus bet with any $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. What do we do? I mean, if you've had hockey around for a while, Kyle, football's done. Football is usually, you know, where people love to go for for betting. Is it March Madness? Is that what the next thing we're looking forward to? March Madness, baby. How's your band? Uh, I almost said, how's your Bama boys doing? How's your Auburn boys doing? <laughs> Oh, they're actually they're doing pretty good. They're doing, doing pretty okay. Good. So we're looking good. We're looking forward to them. They they are final four possibility is what you're telling me. Always in my heart. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can bet on all your favorite, including NBA players uh, and teams, of course, with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. So just visit fanduelcom slash locked on and shoot your shot. With FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So, yeah, obviously there were a few penalties in this game. Uh, some just call, they were they were those things where it's like, yeah, you gotta call that. But could you have let it go? Yeah, you could have. Like the 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 Miko trip right at the end of the of the second. There was like three seconds when they called that. Um, I guess by the letter of the law, it's a trip. So I'm not that upset about it. I guess maybe it's just like, okay, the, the period's coming to an end. Let's just go to our, our locker rooms and move on. The one that was against Manson was just, you had, you had me scratching my head because that one I didn't understand at all. It's just a completely fine check on Tom Wilson into the board. 
Wilson does kind of hit his head, but not because of, I mean, because of the hit, but not be, you know, uh, Manson didn't go for his head. He's got his elbow tuck and he just bodies him. And, the, and Wilson just kind of goes weirdly into the boards and goes down. And then he, because of the reaction of Wilson later, like it, it would seem like a couple minutes had passed and then they call a penalty on, on Manson. And that's when Ovechkin scored. And now we have a four to three game. And what is going on here? Like, this is a game where the avalanche, I don't say that it was, it was in the bag. I'm not going to say that, but they were comfortable. They had the two goal lead. They were kind of in command and that shifted the ice for a little while, man. And it wasn't until that the first empty net goal where, you know, obviously that then you, you realize, okay, finally, like we put this thing away. But that could have been a big turning point on a, a really, really terrible call. Yeah, and I, I just I didn't like it. And it felt like every it's honestly it started in the first period when Nathan McKinnon's first initial tripping call. It felt like every call after that was making up for that call. Hmm. And it was basically it wasn't so much the severity of the call, it was the intentionality of the reaction. Because TJ Oshi drag, dragging Manson to the ground like that, I felt like that wasn't that extreme, but that got called and it felt like that was a makeup for the Nathan McKinnon. And then just all game long, it felt like it was the reaction over the actual penalty. And I just, I didn't like how the mm. calls were called all night long. Yeah. Like you get games where it's like, go, go out and, and, and as long as it's nothing egregious or, or dirty, uh, we'll let you guys play. And then it's like this, where it's like, no, we're not going to let you get away with, with nothing. Even the one that was against Gerard, um, yeah. that he got spun around a little bit. Again, it's like, uh, you know, his reaction, like he did get spun around his reaction, maybe drew that penalty. I'm not saying it was an embellishment or anything like that, but could you have let that go? I think that like border is a borderline thing. And they were not, they, they were the line in the sand for them was they were on the other side of this border of, no, we're going to call that stuff. Yeah. And it just, it did go both ways, but that one specifically on Manson was just horrible, horrible. And it, and it could have been catastrophic for the abs to, to give up, you know, after the goalies pulled, I was like, here we go. Like, this is, this is what's going to cost the avalanche to keep this losing streak going a terrible call like that. But, Lucky for them, Super Bowl all over again. Did not, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, All right, let's get to some subtext comments here, and then we have our sound check, of course. Uh, Electrician Ziggy, the number one electrician in the country, I've been told. I I don't know if if that's true or not. Ziggy, 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 ah, as the Spice Girls would say. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Wow. You are bringing it back, my man. Uh, first, he goes, Lecky is, as Moj and Riker said, the Swiss Army knife of the abs. He can play on any line and make an impact. Uh, second, defense was solid overall. I can't recall a single breakaway opportunity for the Caps. Breakaways, no. But like I said, right. for um, you know the, the, the first goal, McKinnon not really, you know. Yeah. His defensive responsibilities lacked in that one. And the 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 clearing the puck was was a difficult thing too. But other than that, you know, when you're setting that, up your defense, I think it was okay. That's a good point. Like it, we talk about Yorgio's problems, a great way to eliminate those problems is eliminate rushes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They didn't. I don't really. I think he's got a good point there. I'm trying to. None really stick out to me that yeah. that they had him. So, <clears throat> uh, Amy felt good to get those two points. Far from perfect, but the improvements were obvious. 
Very nice to see Lecky with a high impact performance. Uh, the backhaul on Manson spiked my blood pressure uh, because it seemed to tilt the ice towards the cap. There you go. Just what we were talking about. Uh, but I'm glad we didn't let the game slip away. She's 100 right. Like you, you, you needed to, you needed this win, and yep. and when like you had it in your hands, you, you let it up with the two goals, and they tied it. You went back up. You get the bad call leads to the Ovechkin goal. All the makings are there for you to just implode again. And the Avs held firm, held firm, got the two empty netters, and she's right. Like it's it's good that they just didn't do that and just say like, oh, that call is is going to be the doom of us. So no, they they stuck to their play and and got the win. Yeah, it's it's good they got the win. It's even better they got the win despite insert here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyle Steele. Giving another Kyle some dap here. Shaggy called the Lekkonen. Uh, Shaggy called that Lekkonen would have himself a night. All right, Kyles. Come on. Like, just because you guys share a name does not mean you guys just need to have a bromance here. Like, this, enough's enough. It's it's me, yeah. Kyle Steele, and Kyle Petty. I think that's your three famous Kyles. <laughs> uh, we got Easton, Lecky, and Colton on fire. Man, I love my middle six of the pack workhorses. Sammy G looked feisty out there. I love it when we uh, have a bit of an edge. We're missing that from Bo. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't want Bo to be that guy just with his history of uh, head injuries, but I get what he's saying. So <laughs> That's not the yeah. droid you're looking for. Val Nachushkin will be back. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Um, and Madam Battleax, she said, Oh, it was nice to see the boys doing what we what needs to be done. Lekkonen, we missed you. And although she missed the uh, the Colton goal, she goes, but she gave him like three thumbs up for that. Let's please ride this wave to Tampa and show them the abs way of doing things. Dot 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 again. So mm. she's twisting the knife into those uh Tampa Bay Lightning who probably are not over losing that. Uh, standing final and why why you you would never get over that stuff you never no, great things stuff. happen in that arena for the colorado avalanche that's right that's right um all right so yeah if you want to be in on that definitely subscribe to our subtext like we said link is in the uh, show notes down below last bit of info that we got and that is our locked on avalanche sound check kyle and i pick one song each that we think best summarizes the most recent game put these songs up on a playlist over on spotify just go search LOA Soundcheck Volume Number Three. What do you got for this one, sir? One of my favorite little guilty pleasure bands. I throw them on. I have my own little special playlist for these guys. This would be the Black Keys off the Let's Rock album. Get yourself together. <laughs> it's like it's this is what you want. This is great, but you also have to realize it's the Capitals. You have mm -hmm. the Lightning coming up get yourself together like it's a good vibe listen to the song it's a really good mm -hmm. vibe and like madam balak said like go teach the lightning a lesson it's you have the quality of yeah. a roster to do it get back on track love it love it um mine i'm going with uh i'm gonna I'm going to go give some the lecky ride this lecky wave for at least for, for today and uh, a wall nation song called jump on my shoulders. Mm. And, and that that's what he did. He was basically like, no, I, I I'm feeling good. I'm feeling it. 
offensively, defensively, you know, uh, penalty kill, power play. I'll do it all. Like, like we were saying, the Swiss Army knife of the team, definitely. So he basically was like, yep, I, I will take this team and, and do like the song says, jump on my shoulders and, and we'll ride this thing to victory. So that's what I'm going with today. It's it's awesome. It's a great thing for the Avalanche to have so many players that can do that. That could just step up. Yeah. Yes. Because if you've been there through like 2015, 2016, 2017, it was one line and you're reliant on Landy or Nate or Miko, the end. Mm -hmm. Now you have two to three lines where one guy could step up and do that. It's a great place to be in. Yeah. We've seen uh, Miles Wood do it to an extent this year. You know, uh, Colton's done it to an extent this year. Like, oh, LOC. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it is good to, to have that. So, all right. That's going to wrap it up for today. We will be back tomorrow with anything going on in the Avalanche Nation world. Uh, so definitely tune in tomorrow. But for this one, thank you for making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go!